Hello, and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities and TAAEF Room to Grow podcast series. I'm that Kimberly, also known as Kimberly Scott, and this is my guest today, Mr. John Ridgway. How you doing, John? Doing fantastic. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming here at this beautiful HA office that so let me take over their conference room and make it my podcast room. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your story with us. Tell folks a little bit about you, where you're from, you know. Grew up in Kansas and got into this industry in the early 1980s in the Dallas area. Wow. And have lived in Florida, Georgia, back to the Dallas area and we've been in Houston area for about 21 years. Okay. Wow. So you started 21 years ago? No, I started in Houston 21 years ago. I started in this industry in the early 80s. Okay. Early 80s. Okay. Just wanted to be clear. How did you start? How did you happen upon the multifamily industry? Well, I used to be in the hotel industry and in the Dallas area and was in between jobs. And a friend of mine started a janitorial company. And so I was selling janitorial services to office buildings, wasn't very good at it, (laughs) and went into the management office of the apartments that I was living in at at the time in North Dallas. And wound up getting them as a client to clean apartments and carpet clean. And so started in as a supplier partner, as we like to say, not what we called it back in the I know, day. I know. <laughs> we have evolved. Right, and yes, so, and I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. And so started that, did that for a couple of years, and then was hired as a leasing consultant by one of my customers. Okay. And so started out as a leasing agent at a property over I-30 in Ferguson wow. area in Dallas. So that probably would have been about 1984. So it's east of downtown. Okay. On I-30. Oh, so going out towards Rockwall. Ferguson? Yes, correct. Going. Okay, good. Yes, yes. So yeah. Wow. Um, that whole area is so changed and evolved going out towards Rockwall. I have not been out there. You would be amazed. In years. And I, next time I get to, Just to go Dal- take the cruise. Dallas, I, I will do that and Hallow go by and take a look at it. I was paid the awesome sum of about $800 a month. Uh-huh but I got a free apartment. Yeah. That was all bills paid. Wow. Back in the day. They don't do that like that anymore. They don't do that like that anymore. (laughs) But we were living large. Wow. That's amazing. So you you started there and then where where after that, like what was the next step after that? So one of the interesting things about this business and the evolution of it, that was an independent owner out of California that was doing a rehab on the property. Mm -hmm. I then went to work for Johnstown. Okay. Big company mm -hmm. back in the 80s. And I remember distinctly walking into the interview of this property and there's this blue haze of smoke through the office <laughs> and the manager smoked camels, you know, cause you could still smoke in the office yeah. back then. Uh-huh. And so I walk into this, walk through the blue haze in for my interview and great lady learned a lot from her mm-hmm. you know and she was hiring a leasing agent and assistant manager okay so it was a two-person property mm-hmm. and and that was big right it was <laughs> back it, in the day it was it was like 180 units and god love her so she's sitting there in the interview with her camel and she's one of these like you know <laughs> like you see on television okay here's the deal <laughs> you do all the leasing you collect all the rent you do everything 
except turn the, I'll turn the units. You do everything else. Wow. And I'm like, cool, I'm in. Yeah. And went to work for her, went to work for Johnstown and learned a, a lot about the basics mm -hmm. of the business. Yeah. And it's a, you know, the sales end on the leasing, the collections, all of those things mm -hmm. learned it by doing it. Yeah. And then. So did you have a college degree? Was this no, right out of high school? I did not. Well, it was, it was a few years out of high school because I had done the hotel business mm -hmm. yeah. for a while. And okay. But still that's, that's awesome that you, you know, to have the on the job training that you have received mm. over the years, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's amazing. So like mm. that from there, and then like, tell me your next positions that you moved up to, to where you are today. Right. So I, in this business, and that's one of the great opportunities that you have, is mm -hmm. that I have, have had is the, like you said, I don't have a college degree. Mm -hmm. I learned on the job and that was rewarded. Yeah. And there is a path to success without that degree. Yes, I have a degree and it is still sealed. Nobody's ever asked you my transcript. Just <laughs> I like telling just, you that. Yeah. Just seeing you. Okay, go ahead. Back. Back to you. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so had various, moved up from the assistant leasing mm -hmm. position to an on-site manager position and had various sizes of properties, various properties in disarray, yeah. had the opportunity to step into, you know, kind of fix mm -hmm. problem. Yeah, it properties. happens. It yeah. does. And, you know, late 80, probably about 87 or 88, I got my first district manager okay. position. And that's what took me to Florida. Wow. I was working a, a friend of mine who we worked at Johnstown together, had gone over to this other company and they um, needed a district manager. They were expanding, mm -hmm. needed it for Florida. So I got my you first multi-site yeah, multi okay. management position and moved to Florida, then got moved to Atlanta, mm -hmm. in the Atlanta market, another position that then took me back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's where in, I met you. In, yeah. in, in the early 90s yeah. and did several district manager Mm -hmm. positions. And then in about 1996, was hired by Lincoln Property mm -hmm. Company with the understanding as a regional, as mm -hmm. a regional property manager, with the understanding that we would be amenable to moving. Okay. You know, and so to Houston? That's no. Unstated. Oh, unstated. Okay. Just be ready to go. Just be okay. ready to go. Got it. And my deal with them was, I said, our oldest son who graduated from high school in 1998 mm -hmm. was, I said, we're staying here mm -hmm. to get him through school. Mm -hmm. And so he graduated in May of 1998. And in June of 1998, Lincoln came up with the opportunity mm -hmm. that brought me to the Houston area. Okay, got uh, it. Like I, as I told you, we moved from Atlanta, from the Atlanta mm -hmm. area to Dallas. And okay. we loved Atlanta. A lot yeah, of trees, a lot of hills. Yeah. And so- Hot Atlanta, uh, shout out. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And so when my wife had the opportunity to come to an area like the Woodlands, which is where we live, mm -hmm. that has a lot of those trees that you don't see in the Dallas Fort yeah. Worth area. Uh -huh. Yeah, she was she was all about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you made your way back here and obviously moved your way up in the ranks. What was your highest position at a management company level and then to where you are? Because now you own your own company, correct? That is okay. correct. Yeah. So I achieved the position of 
a regional vice president. Okay. I was with three companies over probably a 10-year period uh, mm -hmm. where I held that position. More on-the-job training. It was. Yeah, because uh, every level, I feel every position you have, you are learning something new. It's not like absolutely. all rolled up into one. Absolutely. And, you know, briefly, I in about 2004, I realized that I was that in order to achieve my financial goals, my personal financial goals, that being on the ownership mm. end of our business was really the place to be. Yeah. And I loved the companies that I worked for. Mm -hmm. They are fantastic people. Yeah. Still friends with a lot of them today through the association. But I realized that I needed to break out mm -hmm. on yeah. my own. And it wasn't just start my own management company. It was really about the property ownership mm -hmm. side. And so I do have a property management company that does manage assets yeah. that I do have an ownership. So Interesting. your evolution is like really your college degree is what I look at it because mm -hmm. I always like to say I went to college to make my mom happy and proud, mm -hmm. but nobody's ever asked to see my transcripts, but mm -hmm. I learned how to run and start a business by doing it, you know, 15 so years ago. I didn't know everything. College taught me very little. Mm -hmm. I learned everything on, you know, Google or by error. And even back then there was no, I mean, there was Google, but nobody's mm -hmm. really, you know, you know what I mean. I, I do. Yeah. I do. Just, and, and I'll tell you, if you have not had John Boriak on your show, you need to have, on. okay, got it. Well, all are welcome. And we will be reaching out to you because you've just been shouted out, John. Yes. 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 And make sure that you ask him about the, the college part of it. Okay. Because that's, nope. that's a major part of his story by not going to college okay. and getting into real estate. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the many reasons that we're doing the Room to Grow podcast series, because we want people in out there in the world to understand and take multifamily as the first, you know, career step, either right after high school, because they don't want to go to college or after college, you know, either one, it doesn't matter. You know, you can, you're still going to learn. There's still so much opportunity. I mean, hearing your story and many others, it's amazing. Like there's so much opportunity. Would you not agree? Like I do agree. I, and I think it's, it is a, it's a great industry in that there is opportunities for everybody. Yeah. And both sides. And I'm with you. I'm not knocking the college degrees. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people in our industry that have them, I can tell you that they're not all business related. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my boss at Lincoln had a history degree. Yeah. And which to me was an absolute plus because mm -hmm. I loved traveling with him. Like we would go to. Was that Brad Williams? It is. Oh it's my gosh. Brad. Yes. Because he's the historian. Yes, I do love that. But he started as a porter. He did. He did. He started as a porter. Yeah. Got his history degree. And then, you know, and has risen mm -hmm. up to the ranks to, uh, yeah. like senior vice president. I don't know. I just, yeah. I like to, I like to it's give Brad. him a hard time. Yeah. yeah he's know, Brad. It's, it's Brad. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> Love him. Shout out to Brad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, one, one time with him, I truly remember as we were standing in front of the Alamo after a, an association dinner and he's laying out the scene. Oh yeah. Of I've been the, on one of those tours yeah, so he can just you know, tell you. This is what it looked like it's back amazing. in 1836. Yeah. And this is, you know, when the raid happened and that's a, uh, wow, just, you know, an incredible story. He's, uh, he's an incredible storyteller. I, so just side mm -hmm. note, I ran into by accident, 
two different times and Jenny and Brad thought I was stalking them and I wasn't <laughs> the same flight to go to DC. Like it was either like several days before the Capitol walk or whatever they call mm -hmm. it now. And I was like, I promise guys, I'm not stalking you. I'm, I'm coming to visit friends and then, you know, go to the Capitol. And they were like, that they go to Gettysburg, they do other things yeah. before then because he loves, and Jenny mm -hmm. started telling me about how much he loved history. And then he told me a story. So yes, I love yeah. it. I love his stories about history. Yeah. So shout out to Brad again, and he will have to come on and tell us both him and John. I should get a discount now because I've got you, John Boriak, <laughs> and I've gotten you. You hear that, Becca? He wants a discount. But honestly, if you would like to volunteer your time to be a host, we are looking for hosts that want to, because we can't do this, you know, all the time. We're going to try and keep this up as much as humanly possible. So we will definitely, you know, talk to you about possibly becoming a host on the side. So anyways, so what do you love the most about multifamily? Since you've already told us, you know, you know, you highly recommend it. There's so much room to grow in our industry, basically from your story. What is the thing you love the most about multifamily? Well, from a job or a management perspective again it's it is a skill set that you can achieve and acquire through experience mm -hmm. and coming up through the ranks from an income perspective our industry pays very well yeah. whether you have that college degree or not so on this podcast we like to ask mm -hmm. folks what's the best advice that you've ever received from somebody in or out of the industry that really was a light bulb aha moment for you, you know, that you learned a lot from or you still remember to this day? Yeah, I would say that the, the one phrase that really sticks in my mind is never lose money. And it's always important. <laughs> and, you know, and we laugh about it. that. No, I get say, it. It's important. We must remember that, you know, whatever position you're in in this industry, mm -hmm your your client your owner me our goal is to make money mm -hmm. and the people are an, are an integral part of that process mm -hmm. i think one thing that we need to have a lot more focus on is educating everybody mm -hmm. on what the business plan is yeah what is it that you know, that what does the owner expect out of yeah. this property. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, so they a, want it, they understand how to get to that, mm -hmm. that bottom line, whether it's an EBITDA or an NOI or whatever it is that everybody understands and, and what everybody's role mm -hmm. is in it. Yeah. You know, whether it's the, whether it's the leasing agents, whether it's the assistant manager collecting the rent, mm -hmm. whether it's the, you know, the number of days vacant, mm -hmm. you know, I took over management of a property earlier this year where there were a lot of units that have been vacant 200, Wow. 300 Ouch. days out. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> That's losing some money. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, and Fred Cheney at Lincoln. Yeah. And so, you know, understanding, understanding what your role mm -hmm. in the operations are and what the expectations are. And again, that's part of that education process where you can take a you know, $14 an hour leasing person mm -hmm. who's just starting out and when they understand, oh, this is why it's important to maintain high occupancy. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important to lease that unit that's been yeah. vacant for six months. Yeah. Because no, they get a commission days. and they Correct. and yeah. everybody wins. It's a win-win mm -hmm. situation yes. across the board. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. So my favorite. 
Fred's story is. And if you know Fred, he's from West Texas. I've only met him once. And you know, <laughs> that's all it took. So <laughs> Scott Wilder might not have liked yeah, it, but go ahead. You know, so Fred would occasionally call mm-hmm. in that, that West Texas accent. And I would, you know, I'm from El Paso, Texas. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I would, you know, you'd pick up the phone and all Fred would say was, John, my boy, were you aware? And I'm like, you know, and whatever followed that, it's like, of course not, Fred, because I would have fixed it to avoid this call. <laughs> so that was the key. That was the that key was phrase. The key. Were, Were you, you aware? aware? <laughs> well, my funny story about Fred Cheney was I met Ann Sadowski, who's the mm-hmm. first person, one of the very first people that I ever saw speak in the association, went up to her and asked her to take her to lunch. Told her what I was doing. It was back then. It was a TV show uh, before Google purchased YouTube to even have, mm-hmm. you know, the big wide mm-hmm. world of YouTube and introduced me, loved what I was doing, loved my excitement and got me a lunch with Fred Cheney. And Fred Cheney said, okay, sure. And made Scott Wilder, shout out Scott Wilder, yeah. take a meeting with me because <laughs> he gave his word. And yep. so Scott met, met with me and Scott told me no a hundred times until he finally told me yes. When y'all had a new development that they could afford because it was a TV show back then, mm-hmm. you know, and Scott always likes to say that he's the reason, you know, that we, like, yep. he was one of our first clients and uh, yeah. So never really got to speak to him again. You know, I know he's retired, but yes, I do remember his voice. I've never <laughs> heard that saying, but I think that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, people and situations like that, that you learn from people, you know, whether it's an advice that was given to you, that something that always sticks with you. And so I appreciate you sharing yeah. that with us for sure. That's awesome. So tell folks how they can connect with you or get a hold of you if you have questions and well, as I'm old, so I'm old school. <laughs> Don't have a website. Okay. I do have an I, email. I, I do have email. Yes, and it's not AOL. That's all that matters. Yes, yes, Good I have. I, even, I do have my own domain name, even Yay. there is no That's website okay. associated with that. But it's jwr at cratx.net. We'll put it in the show notes. And are you on the LinkedIn, as my boyfriend likes to say, or the Facebook? Which I am on the Facebook. I am actually. Technically, I have a LinkedIn page. You should get more active. I should get more active. I'll help you with that. You just it need was, to put uh, it out there. We had dinner with a couple last night down in Galveston, and their daughter, who is a recent college graduate, she mentioned that she was a social media mm-hmm. person. Uh-huh. And so I think I'm, I thought that when she said that, I was like, hey, I should probably get her to do. So yes, get your friend to get you hooked up because you need to be on LinkedIn. I will at least try to get into the 2000s. Okay. (laughs) You hear that, folks? Well, thank you again, John. I really appreciate your time. And if anything John has said has sparked anything in you or you know somebody that needs a new career, please tag them in the comments or share this episode with them because we want them to come and join us in the multifamily industry. And until next week, remember folks, sharing is caring and there's so much room to grow in multifamily. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me.